Well, hopefully, Heather, you'll be able to join on soon in sunshine. Waiting for Harry Thomas coaching. There he is. You're looking all tanned. Yeah, it's disappearing quickly. Yeah, for the record, someone's just been to somewhere hot. Someone hasn't. That'd be me. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Yeah, really well. How are you? Great call this evening. Wow, what a powerful call. So, yeah, buzzing from the call, to be honest, pal. Buzzing. Even more so to be here now. Yeah, this is, uh, this is what it's all going to be about. So, uh, uh, everyone join in. This is Lads Talk Health. It's a new concept that me and James have created. <laughs> Pretty much talking all for hidden away from talking and allowing people to come onto a platform and, and discuss any of their anything that's going on in their lives and anything that needs to be brought up to the surface and we've got many stories to share uh, share uh, we explain who we are in our journeys but we're both life coaches and we both work with a number of people and uh, the one thing that we have in common is that we love helping people and love serving yeah yeah, hang on. So I'm out of so engrossed in what you're saying. Eh? Keep talking. No, but it's true. Um, there's going to be some gritty subjects covered, and they're going to be covered from personal perspectives and experiences as well, and things that definitely need to be spoken about. Um, what's great, since the idea of this whole Last Talk Health, to be honest, came off the back of talking with Harry for hours, reconnecting after many years, properly reconnecting after many years, and then just talking for many hours and just realizing um, just how simple things can be once you actually start having proper conversations. That might sound really basic and self-explanatory, but yeah, this, this was bred off of the idea, from the idea of just amazing proper conversations uh, with a mate about meaningful stuff proper stuff, not bollocks, not always football, or, you know, it's stuff that will resonate with people. And we've got two different complete perspectives on our own experiences of life. I'm a dad, uh, I'm married, I've got a couple of kids, so I've got those experiences that I share with Harry, um, who's not in that position yet. And I think the point of me bringing that up is it's great. And what we're going to share uh, going forward is just our back and forth and how, for example, the fact that Harry hasn't got kids has had a massive benefit for me in my performance as a dad, which I'm eternally grateful um, to me mate has it for. And it's not all going to be um, complimentary to each other. We're still lads. I'm going to take the piss out of him every now and again, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's... But yeah, on a serious note, it's going to be proper stuff, stuff that we should be talking about, um, especially in the time that we're living in at the moment, um, a conversation I had with someone earlier, someone was just saying how they feel so disconnected with human touch. Uh, and again, that is that really resonated. Uh, this, this current period we're living in right now is not normal, and I don't want people to start thinking it's normal even. It's just important that there's a lot of positive conversations happening um, because you don't hear that many companies. Well, I don't. I, I mean, I, I make sure I make them as much as possible. But unfortunately, if you're just, you know, I'm listening now to what's going on around me. And has I'll be interested in your take on this as well, especially where you're based in such a busier area than me. But it's, yeah, it's a bit of a morbid time if you choose to look at it that way. But if you want to change the way things look, you change the way you look at them. And, uh, 
there's a lot of massively positive and beneficial things for all of us going on currently um, if we choose to look in that direction. Yeah, follow on from we connected or reconnected this year when COVID did hit at a time where there was uncertainty and stress and fear. And if we both look back on the years that we've had, you would be up there as one of the most successful years. And like there's smiles that come with that, but that can be anyone as well. And I think what we start realizing is that the connection part is, is massively important, but it's the listening part that I feel like that we unlock people just by giving them the space to first of all, just talk, but then talk in a place where they're not getting judged. They're, they're, they know that the person on the other end, which we have in our conversations is there just to listen, to challenge in a, in a way of like being curious and asking deeper questions, but also they're just to, to enjoy the conversation. And one of the things that I said the other day was imagine the newspaper and you opened it up and it was just full of conversations. Uh, what happened in their conversation today with him and him? What about that conversation? Imagine if the, the, they reported that. All of a sudden, this agenda and this negativity that's literally in our face every day at the moment could change because within a conversation, there is a laugh. And within a conversation, there's an idea. And there, there's so much more to that. And being coaches, our job is there to listen. The, the conversations that come from that is incredible. And, and I think... We're, we're able now to start showing what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis and enjoying it the whole time as well. And uh, sorry to start smiling there, has it been, but I need to address something that um, still shows you about just being aware of ego. So if you'd have, a year and a half ago, even a year ago, if you'd have said to me uh, about not only becoming a life coach, but importantly, being life coached, I was and am still Harry's coachee. So, and the reason I think that's important is there's probably a lot of people like me, a lot more blokes, I might be wrong, but just within my circles, um, where I grew up in London and the sort of background, I'm from a very working class background and blokes are blokes. Uh, I would have told you to piss off if you'd have told me. Number one, if you'd have thought I'd be paying my mate has to be my life coach, I'd have told him to piss off, but also, the stereotypical thought of thinking, what? Life coaching, I've, I've got my shit to get. There's, there's a view of life coaching, which, I, which I've experienced as being one of these people with this outlook. I'm thinking, who do you think to call yourself a life coach? And this is what's wonderful about life coaching. And this is what differentiates it from therapy of any sort is, it's two people meet on a complete equilibrium. Two people that have got, you know, my past uh, involves um, <laughs> prison, drugs, uh, being involved in dealing, um, sexual abuse as a child. There's been real gritty things to say that actually, you know, I'm not in a position to start preaching to anybody about anything. Okay, but it's not that. It's the complete opposite of that. It's what Harry's just said, which is why I've segued into this, Harry, is the fact that you turn up to listen to someone intently and you let them talk. You let them hear their own voice. And again, that might sound crazy, but the amount of people, and I experienced this first time when I started talking to Hazard, 
about proper stuff, real stuff, about being a dad, about being a husband, about falling short, which was all awkward at first, very difficult to, to speak to Hazard about. Hazard, I think you pay testament to the fact that, you know, the, the conversation didn't start off with me just going, blah, 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 blah. There was, I had my guard up as with most people would, and then I just realised by just having a chat with me mate, that just who happens to be a life coach who ended up being and is my life coach is just how allowing someone to talk and genuinely listening to what they're saying as they're saying it so much so that you share that energy space with them and when you come back with something it's often just noticing what that person has said and pushing it back to make sure they've heard what they've said and the insights you get is is unbelievable um so yeah, I just think that's important to understand. Life coaching, I ain't, I ain't perfect. I've done, and uh, you know, I, I let my kids down, I let my wife down. I, you know, I'm, I'm a normal person, but it's all right to be. Well, normal is a crap word, really. I'm just your standard human being. Um, that definitely, definitely, definitely does though. Um, take pride in wanting to help wanting to serve, wanting to be loving, wanting to be kind. And it's all right to be these ways. That's the thing. And I think, again, Lads Talk Health is going to be all about that, is encouraging, not just lads, everyone and anyone, you know, physical contact is good. Sharing compliments is the way forward. Being kind. How about this? Sorry, as I'm hogging. I'm going to slide this straight back to you. I'm going to leave this one now. This is scientifically proven, okay? When one person... Um, when, when you show a, a, a selfless act of kindness to another person, it's been scientifically proven that the person, the recipient of your act of kindness, has a massive uptake and production in their serotonin, which if you don't know what that is, look into, because that along with endorphins uh, and dopamine is our natural, most powerful pick-me-up. People can call them high, call it whatever you want. And healing, important healing agents as well. And not only does the recipient get that instant boost and uptake, but so do you, the, care, the kind giver, okay? So if that ain't enough just to do something nice, if you don't, if, you know, as, as if you shouldn't be doing nice things anyway, if that ain't enough to boost you, just to encourage you to make sure you're telling your missus, I love you, babe. I really appreciate what you're doing. Vice versa. And your kids, you know, be present with your kids. Listen to what your kids say. A lot of the time I wasn't. I was finishing sentences and all sorts. So my point is, is these little acts of kindness that we can give that make us feel better. Tell me, you know, I don't know one person who's, who gives an act of kindness and then feels bad for doing it. It's the opposite. So, yeah, go on, Hazard. Sorry, mate. Hogging. <laughs> Never apologise. That's, that's the part of this platform. And again, we communicate with each other. We let each other speak. And, and, and within that, magic starts happening anyway. So I, I think there's an educational platform, but there's... There's also loads of things that people are going to be able to take away and, and start implementing. And when we have our conversations, someone will say something and you see the other person just like, Fine, I know, I'm going to try that next or <laughs> and, and that's, that's the beauty of it. And I think if you can go into life looking to grow all the time and you, you get so many people, just be happy the way you are. That's going to be a boring life if you continue that. Like life keeps changing anyway. So if you keep changing and growing, you'll see that every part of that becomes more exciting. And with what's going on at the moment, if I said to you, I've got something that make you just a tiny bit happier, would you take it? Yes, <laughs> yes, you would. And if you wouldn't, that's your fault. That's your own suffering again. So with all this stuff, you do feel happier. 
you live a better life. And, and my question to you, James, because I coach a lot of people, I've worked with a lot of people being in the fitness industry, and your change in the space of this year has been incredible. And the more we start connecting, we're seeing this more and more now because I feel like that we live in it. But can you just sum up what's changed for you this year? Like if you could, or last year just gone, in a bad year that we would label it as COVID, what, what's, what's changed in your life? The biggest change in my life, which is, it's, it's a change I made in myself which affected every single role I play in my life, which is dad, husband, son, friend, everything, is, is holding the space, which is something I've learned through an amazing course, Mindful Talent course, um, where rather than go with what I now, in my opinion, recognise as a pre-programmed egotistical response to things, which is often a knee-jerk, just something that you just do. At this, I mean, at the minute, this might sound like gibberish, but if you start noticing people, what, I'll make it relevant to people with kids. Sorry, but I'm going to, because this is a big change as a dad. This has been huge for me. So um, my little boy had a really difficult start to life, especially with his ears. Okay, and we got into this habit. I'm I'm nutshelling this story. He had an awful start to life, bless him. He, we nearly lost him, in fact, at birth. It was all, he stopped breathing, the whole kit and caboodle. So things were bad. Um, uh, so, stop, stop breathing. Make more sense of that. It sounds more, basically, he had gas in his blood that was threatening uh, him to, to, to uh, affect his breathing at that point. So that's doing emergency cesarean. Anyway, uh, he suffered a lot, especially with his ears. And what me and my wife have done, subconsciously and out of love over the years is we we'd finish his sentences okay we'd start uh as his younger other kid, and you know you're conscious of it again he just was parent you know other kids his age are, uh are not understanding him and you're having to explain you feel anyway point being what that did uh is instilled this this thing inside myself that where I, as even as he got older and bless him he started developing um his speech he was always a little bit behind me started developing his speech to catch up i still was in that habit of finishing his sentences for him then i realized when i was really being honest with myself i'm finishing it because i'm not even giving this son my son who i love unconditionally and i would do anything for and this is all the stuff i claim but i'm realizing i'm not even giving him the time to finish his sentences because i might be i don't know west ham one <laughs> something really and, that's, and that sounds awful, and that's what I was doing. And I've, this is just one example, one of the roles, but it's been one of the most powerful things. This year, by learning to hold the space, properly hold the space, just with my son, I've realized what a bad dad I was, which is not across the board in all areas, but in a massively important area, an area where he needed my support, and I thought I was supporting him, and how that developed into me becoming really lazy with something. Um, so yeah, that's just one example. So, and that has been, and that made me feel initially like shit, but then so empowered by knowing that all I've got to do is shut up, let him talk. If it takes a little bit longer than I freaking expect, or I want it, like, who am I? Like, let him, and it's been amazing because, as you know, I started, because I do the school run with him every morning, I started recording the conversations we started having, and he started, started talking about racism, he told me a story about, he didn't know the name, but he told me a story about, Dad, there was this black woman, 
back in the day, I was like, okay, where's this one going? I'm going on camera. <laughs> He's going, <laughs> she got on a bus and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went, why didn't they call it her story? I'm thinking, what's he going on here? He went, I said, what do you mean, son? He went, well, it's called his story. I'm saying, son, what, I'm trying to get out of him what he's talking about. And then he described it more. He said, well, she shouldn't have sat where she sat on the bus. And I thought, oh, my God, Rosa Parks. He's talking about, right, this is just something that I've just said to him. We've got this in video as well. I've just said to him, like, you know, son, what do you think about racism and how he elaborated on it? And then he went, well, shouldn't that be her story rather than his story? And I just thought, wow, simple, silly little thing. But again, it was just for me as a dad, hearing my son have an insight, seeing it, witness it, and then realizing that's all I've done is let him talk was, yeah, it's been game changing. So that, but that, I've got a little girl as well, three-year-old little girl. I'm, I'm a better dad to her. And I'm definitely a better husband because I'm listening more. And blokes, there's, there's something in that as well, I tell you. Listen, <laughs> even if you're not really listening, really listen. So yeah, that's one one area I had. And you also become a life coach. <laughs> and become a life coach as well, which yeah, it's, it's been amazing, absolutely amazing. And I just encourage anyone, don't you have to label it as just, for me, what I've learned this year is is the importance of, yeah, is, is listening, obviously, as I said, but also, the importance of communicating positivity to everybody, literally. Strangers, um, something I'm doing my work at the minute as well, is we're just going out trying to do small acts of kindness just to encourage it because, yeah, it's just, I feel, it's quite sad to see what's going on, knowing that all you have to do is, is sort of open, you take your blinkers off, and actually there's, there's so much to enjoy, even now in this time um if you just choose to or you can choose to just be caught up in all the negativity and sort of bury your head in the sand which a lot of people are doing um and yeah just just go back to basics man just being kind being thankful telling people you love them tell even your mates lads you know good friends are hard to come by uh, again it's all the stuff we're told yeah yeah i know that yeah but do you really appreciate that how much have you told your mate that you appreciate them, just their existence in your life, what it does for you on a humane level. These things are important. Yeah, it's, it, they're all like within this, there's so many little teachings and, and so many things that if you just apply it once here, it then affects your friendships, it affects your like relationship with your family, the way that I've seen you hold the silence when you're telling your kid off or, or you're you're, you're teaching your kids uh, a valuable lesson, but you held the space and you hold in this space. I always say it's like the, the ego that you're, you're kind of having a fight against because at some point someone has to budge. Mm. And in that space, if you're not moving, then the guilt comes out from the other end and then the magic happens. So it all ties in like holding the space, keeping silence, being present, they're all fundamentals that what we should really go into our everyday life with. And the lads talk health. Yeah, we have these conversations, but we are working with a number of different clients from a number of different categories as well. We work with people who have terminal illnesses. We work with people in relationships, working from my, my sector, the health and fitness industry. So the same concept still flows with all of that, just the way that we just show up and, and listen. And 
the sales process. If I'm selling to someone now, I'm not telling them what we do and you, we get this and you get that and don't worry, you're going to get a t-shirt. I just ask them what they want. And I say, what else do you want? And what else do you want? What else do you want? And then I just answer all their questions that they want. It's all personalized to them. If I took the time to listen, and then you see that you get these random messages on Facebook or LinkedIn and someone's trying to sell you something. Hi, I've got the perfect product for you. And they don't know anything about me. They haven't even taken the time to look at my page, but yet they've got the perfect product. I don't want to know them. So the listening part as well, then you connect with the person. It's like, wow, this person's actually shown an interest in my life. And just by you doing that act of kindness, they will open up to you on a, on a different level. And, and so again, the listening has a lot more power than people understand. And I think once you're aware of it, like you say, James, you now spot how all your friends or your family and stuff, they're not listening. They're, they're literally just sitting there waiting to, for silence and answer your question or tell you something else. It's like, it's dismissive of exactly what you're saying and that's where i feel suffering comes in as well is when you've got someone that wants to express themselves and their loved ones are not even listening to them that's quite painful deep down so again it's it, it's yeah I, I love it i like like everything about it it's 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 like a magic thing that we've never been taught properly well it do is i agree the magic i feel that the the magic that you've referred to is is the inherent thing that we're all born with we're all born with innovation unprogrammed you know just love everything around is amazing and and all you want to do is, as a baby i see i've seen it with my two kids is as a baby is just just be loved and love back and just smile back the first thing they want to do is smile and smile back at you and you just they smile and then you smile like a dopey like that stuff is the magic. That is the magic. And at a time like this, I mean, that's a great, this is the time for the inherent natural magic, which unfortunately, from my own experience and in my opinion, this is what gets chipped away at us over the years. With And it starts from parents as well. The nearest and dearest, they've helped build your ego. Trust me, they've helped build my ego. These people that love you more than anything in the world. Why? Because they've inherited from their parents and their parents. If you take take three minutes out of your day to sit in total silence, total silence, close your eyes, sit in total silence, nothing on, okay? And just try and clear your thoughts, yeah? Just try and clear your thoughts. Try and notice what you're thinking in that three minutes. Try and say, oh, I'm not going to think about anything. And be honest with yourself. When they do start flashing around and you start fluttering, you're all fucking all, notice what you're thinking because what you're going to find is there's a lot of stuff up here that is pre-programmed. And when you start no, just noticing in yourself, it's not about preaching to other people, just be real with yourself. If you're going to be real with anyone, be real with yourself. I've had to be massively, massively, massively real with myself. And through the clear out, I feel much better for it. But you will realized like i said just how far away we've gone from what we really core values someone on the course with me uh, amazing young lady this is something she brought up in our sessions about core values that's the thing kindness love sharing joy 
any of them other words you can't say with a sad face. Yeah, they're your core values. That's where you start in life. That's what's important in life. And that's when everything goes wrong. And this is to touch on something Harry just said. I'm going to elaborate a bit more, Harry, on the, the work we do with people that aren't too well. Okay, this is something I've been involved with for nearly five years now. I've been working with people uh, and I've been privileged to have Harry on board for the last two or three, how long, two, two, three, three something like that, <laughs> lost track of time, but um, the reason I'm bringing that up is that's been the biggest lesson of my life, that although I've then started, studied, now studied to become a life coach, working with people that have got their backs against the wall has been the biggest eye-opener for me as an adult, biggest lesson of my whole life, because what happens is, is when you're pretty much told there's nothing more we can do for you, in every single person that I, we've now worked with, there's this inherent going back to the basics, non-egotistical, none of the program shit, it's that I want to live and this is what's important to me and it's funny, the regrets I hear from people often when they come off and they're having that downtime is, I, I wish I had said this to that person. I wish I'd, I wish I hadn't stopped talking. It's always the fact that they've not expressed their emotions. For whatever reason, they've suppressed their emotions, which is now what I've learned through these amazing people we've been privileged and are still privileged to be working with currently because we've got some amazing people that... Uh, that we've been privileged to, to be brought into our existence at the minute as well. Remind me to talk to you after about uh, one of them as well, because I forgot to mention that to you earlier. Um, is the fact that they just, they want to laugh. They, that, that's what all of a sudden comes out as part of what they inherently feel that they need to do to help heal themselves as well. Is they just want to be loving. They just want to be kind. They just don't want any negative energy around them. It all has to be positive. It all has to be, why? Because all of a sudden, all the other shit that don't mean nothing, you realise it don't mean nothing because when you do die, none of that goes with you. None of that can go with you. All the grudges, the silly arguments, none of that goes with you. Trust me, from my experience now of working with people that are in those positions, one thing I will not do is, is, is regret not to say something to somebody. No, that, I think that is one lesson I've learned as well from people, like I said, that are in a, uh, a position where it really means something to them, is the fact that they've suppressed their emotions, which uh, is that suppressing life. You know, your emotions, they, it's, it's a non-physical thing that can have massively detrimental and positive physical effects. You're down and you're depressed, guess what, you get sick. You're happy and you're loving, you're kind. It's very difficult to be sick if you are truly in that condition. So, all, yeah. This, all, sorry, sickness, all sickness and illness comes from an imbalance somewhere. It's not just random acts and unfortunately you're going to get sick. No, there's, there's something going on in your world. And the more we're diving into the way the body works, there's some stresses that not being let go. There's some people that keep triggering it. There's the daily routine that you're just not satisfied with. And over time, this suffering keeps building up and inside your body's not uh, like in harmony. And that's where the illnesses come. And what we do really well now is get people to understand 
what are these feelings like who am i why am i feeling like this and really just taking the time to notice and then when they start like identifying some of these things that are not serving them and we always refer to energy uh we always say that if when you're ill it, your energy is so important like people mm -hmm. waste their energy on on things that <laughs> don't need wasting on so every thought, every negative word you use, every fear, that's energy you're giving away. When you've been told that you haven't got long to live and your back's on the wall, you can't be giving your energy away. You need it all for yourself. And I think we make people realize that if you can start turning everything into energy, am I wasting at the moment? Yes. Do I need to? No, not really. Let it go. Because we can zoom out and see that our life is not just this period of time where we keep working on. Got a long time left zoom out slow down and when you start protecting your energy and become aware of it james then said now i'm confident enough to have no regrets with what i say because you're in a place now that you are confident with the words you say because it comes from a good place and you're open to change and you can adapt but having that confidence to do that that's your energy that you you've, you've managed to build up for it and, and that's the difference with like going and feeling and being able to express your feelings and not worry how it affects other people because that's your feelings. I think that's, that's uh, all, all these discussions, we will have a theme to it and the energy is a big one because you can argue, people can argue with you all day that you got this and you got that. And if you just show them, you're just literally wasting your energy or you're not wasting energy, then everything else is irrelevant. It's, it's bringing it down to just simple ways of looking at stuff. and. Again, there's no energy trying to work that out. It's just, yeah, I'm wasting it. That's it. And to add to that, for anyone who, like me, the dildo here a year and a half ago, would have said, ah, oh, that's woo-woo, it is now being recognised, accepted,